And welcome back, everybody, to episode 123 of the Between Two Wheels podcast. This is your host, Tyler Yonke. Today, we're going to talk about the Criterium du Dauphiné, the 2019 edition, um, and the stage one, and do a preview of what kind of happened today. Um, True du Dauphiné, or Dauphiné Criterium du Dauphiné, Dauphiné Libre, it's had a bunch of different names, but it's a race around France. It's the big precursor to the Tour de France, and... Hope you enjoy it. Let's get right back into it. So we've got the Daphne. Last year you have the tour of uh, the Criterium du Daphne. Uh, last year you had that and the Tour Swiss coming up. Um, and the Tour Swiss basically is... Well, let's get right to make sure I have these names right here. So um, the Tour of Switzerland... Um, well, let's start with the Daphne. So Daphne is uh, kind of the precursor to the Tour de France and Tour de Suisse. Okay, so those two are the big two events. You can't. Last year, the Tour de France was a week later. So with it being a week later, you had, um, well, and it was a week later due to the uh, World Cup. So with that, some riders were kind of, were they going to do the Daphne? Were they going to do the Tour de Suisse? And a bunch of them chose to do the Tour de Suisse. Garen Tomlinson's one of them. I think Roglic was one another one of those. And so it was interesting to kind of see the split there and who was going to do what. This one, it appears that most everybody but Garen Thomas and Roglic, um, some of those ones that did the Giro are not really doing the uh, Daphne. But most of them are actually doing the, the Criterium du Daphne. So it will set that up to be interesting. And with that, we'll kind of walk through just state we'll talk about a preview and then we'll go over just what happened to today's race and we'll try to do one of these each day coming up and you want to check it out on our youtube channel we'll show some overlays uh some kind of the profiles of what's happening and um just give you an idea of kind of where we see this race taking off here in this coming week okay so with that the the criterium du daphne is eight stages starts today um, ends next Sunday and it's got basically some some decent mountains in it uh, it does have a time trial so today 142 kilometers from Arlec to Jusic and then tomorrow it's 180k 170 to uh, 26 so it has an individual time trial on Wednesday uh, and then another 200k 222 133 and 114 and you know interesting those last two stages uh, 114 133 but uh, a lot of kicking a lot of uh, little uh, climbs you know uh, Saturday it's got one two three four category climbs it's cat one 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 and HC finishing up on the papai and with that you've got only 133 kilometers that's really short stage and so you know it uh, the definite run once again by the same company that runs the Tour de France. So you're getting some of the same thing that you've seen in the Tour 114K on the final day with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and uh, and then the finish, seven category climbs, uh, three, two, three, one, three, one, three. Um, that might be a circuit. So we'll have to take a look a little closer and we'll do that as the time comes. Okay, so let's take a look at who is riding this race and with that kind of um we'll see if if it's uh worthy of, of checking it out and of course it is so um we'll take a look and see the the riders and i'm just going to go through kind of the the 
each team and just their highlighted um, captain. So start with Ineos. Um, I'm just looking these up on uh, Steep Hill. Ineos, uh, formerly Sky, they've got Chris Froome. So Chris Froome comes to the fore. He's got Kwiatkowski, Moscon, Poles, Ian Stannard, Dylan Van Barl. Uh, pretty good uh, group there. Uh, Vasil Kirienka. A really good group with him, and you should look to see Froome if he's if he's riding for the overall. That that's going to be um, a race that you should see him uh, overall for the for the tour. That is, and because you're going to see a battle this year uh, in the tour, uh, but you should see him coming to the fore here. Uh, Mitchelton Scott with Adam Yates, Jack Haig, Damien Halson, uh, Daryl Impey. Uh, so it's some decent uh, Luca's uh, Luca Medskik. Uh, so a good little uh, group for him as well. And obviously Adam Yates is, is looking for the overall in the tour. Roman Bardet for the AG2R. He's got a good contingent with him as well. UAE Emirates has Dan Martin. Uh, Roy Sutherland is good help for him there. But no one else really that's going to threaten with the overall, it looks like, for UAE other than Dan Martin. Uh, quick Step has Julian Alaphilippe. Okay. Is Julian Alaphilippe going to be start to kind of prep for his Tour de France career? We'll see about that. Uh, but either way, he's got um, Tim DeClerc, uh, Philippe Joubert, Zinek Stibar, decent amount there. But uh, Alvaro Jose Corga, I don't know, is a Colombian guy, and it looks like you know maybe that's their one climber to, to help him out. Uh, Bora Hansgrohe has Emmanuel Bachman. He's been a great climber. Should be able to show himself as well. Uh, Astana, Jakob Fuglsang. We've seen him, at, you know, Amstel Gold. Uh, and, and what he had in the early season classics, but obviously he's uh, he's looking to to try to open up his his bank account for the big tour and the Giro d'Italia. He did not do the Tour de France. He's here for, and well, I expect that to be the case. And he's got a few good riders with him as well: uh, David Bellarini, uh, Alexei Lutsenko, Magnus Court Nielsen. So that'll be interesting there. Uh, Kofidis doesn't look like they really brought an overall rider. They've got Nasser Buhani in there. Uh, well, they do have Darwin Adapuma of Colombia and not know Buhani who can race well, but you're not really going to see them. They're not Tour de France uh, top 10 necessarily. So uh, we'll see how they do in the Daphne. Uh, movie star, uh, Nero Quintana, Ruben Fernandez, uh, Nilsson Oliveira, uh, Carlos Quintanilla, Eh, a decent squad, but you know, this had a pretty heavy group coming from the Giro, so they didn't necessarily have a you know, you don't see um, there's a few guys missing here. So that's eh, Quintana, though, you know, it's kind of do or die for him, I think, with Movie Star this year. Uh, Groupama, they have uh, Thibaut Pinot, uh, he, uh, Sebastian Reichenbach, uh, Rudy Millard, and they have a decent squad coming in there. And you know, backing up Thibaut Pinot, obviously, he's got Grand Tour ambitions, he did well in the Giro last year until the final little bit last two days. Uh, so we'll see how he does in the tour, but obviously that's that's kind of one of the French hopes here. Uh, Jumbo Visma, Stephen uh, Kreuzwick, he's done well in the Giro until he crashed out uh, over in the snowpass with Nibali, losing that out there. Uh, he's done. He did well in the Tour de France last year, third place, I want to say. Third or... And um, anyway, with the interesting part for this team here, you've got Sepp Kuss, Nielsen Palace coming in for support. Uh, Wout Van Ert, he's getting some some time. We'll see if he gets to be put on the Tour de France team. I don't know. Uh, maybe a little young for that still. Uh, but uh, he had a he had a good showing today. Uh, Richie Port for Trek Segafredo. Uh, Peter Stetna, Edwin Twins, Tom Squains. Uh, those are some good. Uh, Cohen Decurt, good support for him there. 
and Katusha, our EF Education First, Michael Woods, Alberto Betiol, um, TJ Van Garderen. So, you know, Logan Owen, good squad there. It will see, it'll be interesting to see which one of those go on to the Tour de France. Uh, I imagine Mike Woods is going to get his shot this year. He did not skip the Giro. We'll see how that goes for him. Uh, Katusha, um, Alex Dalset. I'm trying to see who they would have. Niels Pollitt, nope. Um, I don't really know who they would have in this group for the overall. They have Steph Cross as their uh, number one rider, it says here, but I don't really know what he would be doing for the uh, tour. So it'll be maybe they're just kind of a uh, scrap squad here. A lot of Sudal, much like Katusha, I don't see a heavy hitting rider for them. Um, Jans Kukuleri, Bjorg Lambrick, but uh, no, nothing that I see that would uh, scratch the overall that we would be worried about there. Uh, Baran Marita, Sonny Cabrelli, so the much like Kofidis, they didn't really look like they have, uh, looks like their main guy is a sprinter. Uh, although Dylan Toynes is in there, and uh, you never know what he can do for the overall, but I don't suspect he's going to be fighting for that for much of a CCC. Uh, there'd be another team that really doesn't have an overall rider. You have Joey Roscoff of the United States there. He can do well. Lawrence Tendam. Uh, Serge Powell's, but uh, not much for Ricardo Zidal. Okay, maybe. Uh, but you're not really, you know, seven day stage, seven, eight stages, uh, you're looking okay, but you're not going to have your Tour de France contender in that group. Dimension Data, who really needs to get off the schneid, uh, Edvald Bogelsenhagen, it looks to be there. They have Steve, him, uh, Stephen Cummings kind of coming back. You know, he's the guy that likes to just hang on the back of the pack and then ends up either that or off the front winning. Um, but then, yeah, Jens Van Van Rensburg, um, Julian Vermote, but I don't really see an overall uh, rider for them either. Uh, Vidal Concepts, Pierre Roland, formerly with EF Education First, uh, looks like he, you know he can he could probably do well in this race. Um, wanted Group Gobert, Guillaume Martin, he is a very good climber. He's been up in some doing some. He's got a lot of potential, and he's kind of a guy that's you know top fifteen in the tour. You can see that. Uh, it'd be good to see him try to start making some some inroads into that. Um, Sam Sick team has Warren Bargey. Look, he had a lot of promise a few years ago when he had the Sumweb, and last year he did not look good. So I don't know what his plans are this year. He said going into the tour last year, he was not expecting to do anything, and he fulfilled that goal um, immensely. Uh, Sunweb. Tom Dumoulin is listed here, but I think his knee injury still might be a problem for the tour. So we'll see how he that plays out for him coming in there. So that's your that's your look. Uh, like I said, you don't have uh, I, who knows about some of these guys that just came off the Giro that are going to be if they're going to be doing the tour or not. Uh, one of those would be Roglic. I don't know if that's his plan, but either way, uh, he's not listed here. And the only real big one that I can see it well Valverde maybe, but I, do you expect him to win the overall? No. Not at this age, uh, but otherwise it's Garrett Thomas. Garrett Thomas is listed here. He's, I looked at the the rosters for the Tour de Suisse. He doesn't. They don't have him listed yet, <clears throat> so I don't see where he would possibly be uh, looking for that today. Okay, so now you have today's stage, and it had one, two, three, four, five, five categorized climbs. You had a Cat One to begin with, a Cat Four, a Cat Three, a Cat Two, and a Cat Two. But with that, it wasn't really ones that would be shaking out the uh, overall too bad. So look, there is the, the first one was the big first climb of the day. And then you had some other ones. They did get some, um, a little bit of a, a breakaway going in there. And with the breakaway, you had about six guys. 
Uh, that was coming down around the 20K mark. It started to weed itself out over the last climb, and which has about 20, yeah, about 20K left. And then there's three riders left in there. And in the end, it just came down to a sprint where they ended up catching them and has this nice hard left-hand corner right before uh, the, the, I want to say 150 or so. And um, Edwin Bosenhagen of Dimension Data ends up getting the win. I believe that's their maybe categorized as the second win for them on the season. But what you could probably really um, understand is that for that team, it's probably more like their their first win because I think their their uh, their other win that they had had this season was pretty lackluster. It was like a uh, some race in I want to say uh, Africa that really hadn't shown much, you know, as far as what they had. Um, here's their victories. So I'm sorry, it's four of them. They had a, a individual time trial. Bosenhagen did on stage one of the Volta, uh, Valencia. They had a stage win at the Tour of Oman that was uh, Nizolo, uh, Giacomo Nizolo. Uh, and then Bosenhagen won a Tour of Norway, stage three. And he then won today. Uh, that's their fourth victory. Fourth victory on the year. And it's all Bosenhagen, but Nizolo had won. So, you know, good for them. He's He kind of helped their, their midseason out. They really need to get more wins than that. And so it's at least good to see that he got something pretty quick here. And so that's, look, he's not going to hold on to the win uh, for the overall for the Criterium du Daphne, but at least he kind of got off the schneid right away. And, you know, that that does help for the team's probably some motivation and allows them to, um, for the rest of the race, at least maybe uh, try to open it up and see what they can do. So, like I said, that was just a simple 142 kilometers. Tomorrow they do 180. They go from... Uh, Mariac to Crapon sur Arzon. My French is impeccable. I'm sure you understand. So that race is going to be uh, with the profile. It's got a bunch of them. Look, there's going to be a lot of climbing in the definite. It always is. And today was a little bit of rainy too. So, uh, you know, it depends how the, the weather can go with some of these things. It can make them more miserable or not. But tomorrow it's got a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight categorized climbs. A lot of climbing throughout the day for only 180k. A lot of stair steppy stuff, punchy things. But we—it's uh, between a cat two, three, three, four, cat three, cat three, cat two, and cat two. So if you don't know, each race organize or categorizes their climbs, and they do them uh, based on how steep they are, the duration, uh, the the average gradient, uh, and the distance. So if you have a climb that's you know 10, 20, 15 kilometers, um, and it may maybe the the you know, average gradient is you know between five seven percent. It could be a HC, which is above categorized climb. Uh, there's cats four, three, two, one. The lower the number, the more difficult it is. Uh, and it also sometimes depends on how late in the stage it is. What has come beforehand? If there's a bunch of you know cat ones, and then you've got a, a cat, you know they'd have to say they're going to organize or categorize this last climb, and it's following a bunch of cat ones. It may be. You know, HC categories climb. I've heard riders say that they've done uh, a race, you know, a one year, uh, this climb, this particular climb is an HC. The next year it's a one, then it's an HC. So who knows? Uh, but it, it all basically says how bad is this climb going to be based on how the climbs have been before, the duration, the intensity. And so when you get a bunch of these two, threes, fours, back to back, you know, eight, seven, eight in, in a day, um, that can, that can really wear on you and, um, 
you know, be somewhat difficult. So that's what they have going on tomorrow. So Edward Bosenhagen starts out the day uh, tomorrow in the lead. Uh, Philip Jaber was second. Wout Van Ert was third of the Jumbo Visma team. And Niels Pollitt was fourth. Niels Pollitt of Katusha kind of stuck out and Bosenhagen jumped on his wheel and came around that left-hand corner, took a really much better line than Pollitt and then just sprinted out to the finish. Uh, so, but, but we said Wout Van Ert getting a third place here today and you kind of cut down on some of the sprinters. Uh, Nasser Bahani got dropped. I uh, did see Sonny Cabrelli in here near the finish, Kwiatkowski, but you know, you had the top, you know, 40, 50 riders and then there was gaps and, 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 you know, the riders were getting spit out. So, uh, that's what you're probably going to see for some of these sprinters. You know, I, I, why, if there's so much climbing, why, as an example, is Nasser Bahani here? I don't know. Um, give him a chance to get his climbing legs in for the tour, perhaps. Um, you know, I'm looking at John, Visma. They don't have Gronewagen as an example. So, you know, I didn't really see any big sprinters other than that coming here. Sonny Cabrelli, like I said, and Nasser Bahani. But uh, we'll take a look and see if there's actually some other ones coming down the way. And, you know, maybe, maybe I, I missed one here or there. All right. So that's stage one. We did a little bit of preview for stage two. Uh, stage three, Tuesday is 172 kilometers. Um, and it's, look, these are, these are working their way from the, the, the West portion of France on over to the, um, East. And that one goes Le Poy and Valo to Rion. I don't know these, uh, the areas very well that once again, you know, four categorized climbs on that one. It's a little more, but that's probably going to be a sprinter's day because they're all cat fours. So, and then going into the time trial, the time trial profile itself on Wednesday, it's got a little bump in the middle, 26K and then down. That'll be interesting to see. That'll be a good, you know, 26K, uh, not bad for the, the, the tour contenders Thursday. Then you start getting the longer days. Um, not as much climbing, about four cat climbs, but 200K. Friday, you've got... 220, but a ton of climbs in there. I haven't seen any HCs until uh, next Saturday and Sunday. All right, everybody, thank you for tuning in for this short little preview for the tour, uh, the Criterium du Daphne, and then stage one results. Try to post in another one tomorrow for stage two. Um, let's see if there's anything that happened. You know, today was kind of boring. I uh, watched the race, get up, and have about an hour plus or so on NBC Sports that showed that. And there wasn't much because it was just, you know, a break out there and then everyone brings them back. So um, maybe maybe uh, tomorrow will be a little more exciting. It would be good to see that. And, oh, uh, you know, a little side note um, out there today was Tulsa Tough. I got to see some of those that race as well. Maybe we'll talk about that next time. Uh, I saw Andrew Shimizu, some of the local guys. And the local guy ended up winning it in the Omnium, which was uh, Sam Bassetti. So congratulations to him, uh, the KHS uh, Elevate team. He had some SPT Life riders out there, a few Mike's bikes, Reichert, uh, Matt, Matthew uh, Chatlong as well. Um, I'm not sure if Roman Colleen was out there. So there's a few of them. And so congratulations to everyone. There. Anyway, share the show. Check us out on all our, our YouTube or Facebook and you know wherever podcasts can be found. Thank you all.